Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgio and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Or whatever. How about this, Cowboys? What's going on, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the Jersey Boys podcast on our new home, Chop Sports. Sturge couldn't get it out because he was laughing because of, you know, we're, we're, we're here now. Unforeseen. Anti-Redskin, the anti-Redskin um, podcast. <laughs> I was just going to say, maybe we open the show just all of us just saying Redskins like 13 times in a row, but... Um, yeah, guys, welcome. Welcome back to the podcast. The Jersey Boys podcast has been reborn uh, under the Chop Sports Network banner. Um, we want to thank, first of all, thank RJ Ochoa and the Blogging the Boys podcast network for hosting us for a year. Uh, the 2021 season was literally all under them. Uh, so we're excited about that. But we think that there's a different uh, vibe uh, that we can use to come on over to Chop Sports, and I think that's going to work out better for us. But it's Dave Sturgeo, it's Brett and Keith Ernst, and we're uh, we're here, boys. What's going on? Hey, first off, getting back to to the Washington football team. Uh, <laughs> did you see they leaked their new name? They're supposed to announce it on two two twenty two. Uh, yeah. Well, our, I'm sorry. Did you not know who who was like who got behind that rumor? What do you mean? It I, was. Uh, it was oh. us. It was us. What do you mean? Chop, Chop, Chop Sports. I was. Broken, it, came, it came across my desk. That's how I'm going to pitch it. It came across my desk at Chop Sports. The new logo, the new name, and I know this. I'm because your desk, the, by the way. The, the source, <laughs> the source uh, is credible, and apparently, it's going to be the Washington Commanders. No, not on that. No, no it's gonna be, that's not what it is. It's going to be the Barbarians, named after Brett's mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it feels good to be back. It's not the commandos. It's the aviators or whatever it's called. The admirals or something like that. The commanders. Well, trust me when I tell you, it's the Washington commanders. I saw the logo and our source is credible. So we'll see. I mean, what, who cares about them? I don't really care about them right yeah. now. Obviously, oh, uh, the last time anybody who's, who's following us heard from us, um, Brett and Keith were obviously uh, celebrating the 2021 season as a whole just a little too hard. And uh, we didn't really get much context out of it. Can I, can we I celebrated everything. Me and my brother took on every Niner fan in Las Vegas yeah. at the, at the pool. First of all, if you I bet nobody thought the performance of the Dallas Cowboys, you know, could be topped as far as uh, how bad it was. Mm-hmm. And the Jersey Boys were like, "Hold my beer." <laughs> That's our performance that was, <laughs> or our White Claw, I should say. Is that what that whole day was about? White Claw? That was all? That was it? Oh, we had everything, bro. Like Brett said, we were fighting with Niner fans. We, we were doing what Cowboy fans should do. That's what we were doing. And that's what? And we had to repeat ourselves about 15 <laughs> times to tell you yeah. what we did Listen, that day. The other thing was the DJ was a Niner fan, so he kept playing like North, oh, no Cal, Northern California music. And he, he would – it was just the whole pool against us. There was some Cowboy 49er dance I've never seen. Yeah, (laughs) that they were doing in our faces. Ah, so did you guys? Did you guys take care of business, or you guys were were big man? We we went in there, and me and Brett started pushing people. (laughs) Yeah, we did. They they were all going around. No, but listen, man, it was it was just it was it was so disappointing to watch. uh, You know, from top to bottom, it was just an awful game. I mean, awful game. From coaching yeah. to penalty to Dak, it was just terrible. Terrible. It was terrible and, as Charles Barkley. And, 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 you know, and I know we, we were joking on text messages, but if you guys listen to that Jersey Boys podcast, everything Brett and I were saying, even though we said it about 25 times, <laughs> everything we said, Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman, Drew Pearson, Des Bryant, uh, uh, Tony Dungy, so many people came out and said the same thing we said. They just weren't drunk. <laughs> and oh, you know what else right. what else happened was the game because i don't know if you've ever been to to the circa pool but it's like it's the 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 game you're watching it on is just as big as the board at texas stadium 
It's pretty and awesome. Though. Actually, you know it, what? I've seen pictures and I can't wait to get out there. It's awesome. Well, man. it sucks it. because we, the, the, the TV went out cause Keith's mom did a cannonball <laughs> and, and, and shorted out the screen. So we couldn't watch it. <laughs> Almost killed me with that one. Um, all right. Well, I'm, I'm sorry that hopefully it went out at the right time, meaning like you just didn't have to watch like a piss poor driver that last run decision. I'm that run decision, by the way, with 14 seconds left, oh, no timeouts. Gosh. And by the way, I'm also Patrick Mahomes doing an entire drive in 13 seconds. <laughs> Dak Prescott My couldn't get one playoff. I saw that too, but you know what? He has three timeouts. So right. We'll he had that. a timeout. Yeah, so we'll yes. give him the pass on that, but it's, that's it's not what I'm though. giving. I, I don't care about that last drive. Mine was the second to the last drive. Yeah, with two That's minutes to go, we had three Cedric Wilson. That's the one where it was like, listen, the guy put up seven points in three quarters, okay? And, and now now I was reading something on DallasCowboys.com where Nick Eatman, he answered a question, those guys, mm-hmm. where they're like, all right, does it kind of make you feel better that they shut Green Bay down too? And I said no, because number one, if you watch the beginning of the Green Bay Gr- Green Bay game, Green Bay owned them the oh, first right down the field, series, and then right it started the getting windy and snowy, and it was over. If, right, they whole if field, that weather no, never kicked in, 49ers get their butts kicked. The, yeah, no. That, if that game is played in 75-degree weather and sunny, the Packers roll. The exactly. Packers roll. Right, exactly. exactly. I'm with you on that one. But, I mean. And it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. There. <laughs> I'm glad Aaron Rodgers lost. I can't take him anymore. He's just annoying. I love that guy. We I love Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. I, I know I'm, he's well, he us. I'm still upset about the playoff game. We'll get to that yeah, later. <laughs> when I say I love him, I hate him when he plays us, but. Yeah, I know. No, no, I know. All I know. right, so where where were you? Where do you guys rank this loss? Like, as far as like playoff losses, is this one of the worst you've ever had? Or, I mean, to me, I think that this loss, with the expectations that the team had, it feels the worst, right? Like when, like even in fourteen with the desk no catch catch, that was at least like we went into Lambeau. It was cold. Like you're almost like, eh, if we win, it'll be a miracle. If we lose, we get it. You know, same thing with a lot of these other playoff games. Tony Romo drops that snap. Like if that's a terrible one too. But like this one, I mean, this team was twelve and five, man. All right, you know? but here, but Sturge, honestly, deep inside, and what we saw the second half of the season. Isn't it kind? Did, weren't they hinting that this was going to happen? Didn't you have that that just a slight feeling that this could happen? Like it I wasn't going to be. I think I started to get that feeling once I saw a lot of people picking the 49ers. Like when that started happening, like oh, I think yeah. the Niners could be the team on the road to get it done because they run the football well and blah blah blah. Yeah, right? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like, oh shit, man. Like, is this is this happening? You know, like are, are we going to get like are we going to come out flat again? So I think in the in the ranks of losses, I think that it hurts more because there was high expectations going into the season. And I don't know if we've ever had a deeper team than we had this year. Honestly, well, I, I mean, I'm, that hasn't I'm, made a Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree. Right. I, would, I agree. With I, would that. Say this. I would say that you ever hear the story of the scorpion and the frog? No, but we're about to. <laughs> I'll, I'll make it quick. There's a scorpion and a frog are on the side of, of, of a swamp and they got to get across. So the scorpion's like, hey, why don't you jump on my back to the frog? He says, hey, let me jump on your back and swim me across. And the frog's like, no way. You're going to sting me. And the scorpion goes, why would I do that? If I do that, then we're both going to drown. So he convinces the frog. The frog's swimming across. All of a sudden, he feels a sharp thing in his back. He goes numb. He goes, why would you sting me? Now we're both going to die. And the scorpion goes, it's what I do. Okay. The point is, that was deep, bro. It was deep. It's, the Cowboys cannot help it. It's in their nature to do this. And and what the the thing that sucks about this season is, I actually felt like the frog. I actually believed them, and I was swimming across, and they stung me in the back, and we all drowned together. And it, it was the worst. That's where that st- it doesn't sting as much as what happened with the Packers and and that catch. Where you know we got robbed, we we self destructed. We did what we do, and what everybody mm-hmm. uh, Stephen A. Smith predicted, and I hate him for that, but he was Stephen he was a. right. Yo, so, so I don't even put this loss in my top five playoff losses. You know, so you, went into, this, you while, went into this just, thinking you listen, went into this thinking we were going to lose. I I thought we were going to kill it. No, I thought we were going to kill. I thought it. we were going to kill it. So then, with, with the way that I we still came out, it's not that. even that. It's just I. That was this game, right? I mean, I if you would have asked me we're going to go win a Super Bowl, I wouldn't. I, I probably I don't know what I would have said. Like I wasn't. 
you know, I, I, I'm not, and, and, and I'm getting used to this. Like I said, I'm used to this now. Like what Brett was saying, you know, the Scorpion, I, I mean, I'm used to it. So maybe that's why it doesn't hurt that bad. But my top five playoff games, okay? Losses. Now, I'm going to start at number five real quick. Wait, top five losses, Top five losses, yeah. Disappointing. That, that you want to do this now, or or can we just make one more one more comment about the coach McCarthy and and not to mention that this is the most penalized game in playoff history. What? Coaching and man. we're at coaching, home. Man. Coaching, yeah. Coaching. And we'll and, and we've got offsides but... penalties. Yeah. I mean, dude, come yeah. on, man. How many false starts were there? Five, oh, right? I, th- I thought it's I heard pre-snap, five. I, it's I the pre-staff stuff that gets me nuts. Like, if you're going to call a holding or you're going to call interference or, or defensive holding or shit like that, like, I can get behind that because I feel like, you know, it, it's you – know, those are those are things that could be called on every play. Where the hell is Brett going, by the way? I'm going because I'm getting closer to the router, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, I didn't clock. know you could bring a mic like that. You're just, like, moving your entire person. Um. Anyway, so – I'm thinking to myself, like, all right, so holdings and defensive pass interference and shit like that. Like, you can't, like, it's not going to be as bad, right? But the it's the pre-snap stuff, bro. You know, it's the stuff that, like, the false starts and the lining up off sides. And, like, this that's all discipline, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, don't, it, it, and it's it, the it, same it. thing with that. It's not It's not the pressure. It's missing open receivers, uh, uh, overthrowing, underthrowing, not, not hitting. I mean, dude, CeeDee Lamb was barely involved. And then, then you also got to bring up the fact that Zeke touched the ball 12 times and yeah, Pollard once. Biggest, no, the biggest crime is Pollard not touching the ball as much. Yeah. Right. It's one thing, if, if, if Zeke's got the torn PCL, which, by the way, we found out after the game that Zeke tears his PCL, like, if that's the case, then then 1,000% you give that ball to Pollard more. But they didn't get him involved at all. Why Why would he even – like, that's the thing, too. Like, okay, he's had it since week what, they said? Three or four? Four. Against the Panthers, he did. And why is he playing? Because you know why he's playing? Because he's making $16 million a year. That's why he's that's, See, that's not the right decision, though. I mean, no you get shit, him rested up for next season. Decision. I know. I don't agree with it, though. I mean, that hurts the team. Now we know why Zeke was lacking a little punch. Yeah. It could be that. I mean, it might not be, but now it looks like it, right? Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, then you know what? Then get your ass get your ass out of the game. And I mean, exactly. it's, so then what, what was the purpose of having him there if you're not going to run him? And like 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 Sturt said, one touch Pollard. That's it. And that's it. On, to boot to boot, bro. We rested Pollard in week eighteen. Yes, like he exactly. didn't play. He didn't exactly. suit up. He didn't take the trip. Like he didn't go to Philadelphia. He stayed back in Dallas to make sure he was right for this game, but, and he didn't play. My, and, and again, pro- my biggest problem with this game. All right, now everyone listen to me. When you're a home team in the playoffs, okay. The first five minutes is yours. I don't care. The I don't whatever happens after that five minutes, fine. You look at the Packers game. The first five minutes was theirs. We did not own them. That is what pissed me off. Is that Jimmy Garoppolo, who managed only six points in Green Bay, by the way, okay, drove down our throats on the first drive when we have 80% of our stadium, maybe 85%, screaming their heads off, rushing into the stadium. That's why we were crying, by the way, the fans. I meant they were so excited. They were so amped, and they go and do that. The first five, and then Dak goes three and out twice, I believe. He went three and out two times in a row. But I meant that's that's just that that kind of stuff right there in the playoffs, man. I'm sorry, bro. It didn't show up. And look, McCarthy's post game, not so much post game. Um, it was actually the, the his exit interview for the season. He said that the Dallas Cowboys – there was a sense of nerves in the locker room. Like, how do you not show up for this shit, bro? This is a playoff game. You're the ah. division champions. See, once again, we don't I have that man. leader. We don't have that leader. And we'll we get into that in a Dak. second. We'll get into that in a second because obviously you guys have your opinions on Dak Prescott because uh, of what he showed you in that game in particular. No, right? in, in general, his whole career. The problem is, is you're blinded by it. That 13-3 and three season, first of all no, – it, it, it was basic football. He, 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 I mean, look, that what, what bothers me the most out of all of it is that Romo could have taken that team to the Super Bowl. I know in my, I know I, I, in my, he would have taken them. Hundred percent. It's hard to say that, man, because he's never done it before. You know, like if you, well, you, you saying have, it's hard to say that because of injury. 
Well, not even that. I'm injured. saying it's it's hard for me to get behind that idea. Like, oh, if Romo was there, we would have went to the Super Bowl, right? We had Romo with some amazing teams, right? Like, we never got there. No, we what haven't. What are you talking he about? Never, he never did. No, dude, he had a defense that one year against the Giants, which that's going to be in our top five. That when you look at that game, listen, the difference between Romo and Dak was this: Romo put up 52 points against uh, what was it, Denver? Yeah, yeah how many points did he put up? Keith? Twice this year, forty something. I don't know. Right, it was a shootout with yeah, the best defense in the Denver. One, they had the best defense at that time, and and one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And that, and we went toe to toe with them. Dak only shows up on teams that we could beat. Yeah, that's the thing, Starch. Like I know we were trying to say this in a text, like. Like, honestly, Romo, I know people say he couldn't win the big game, which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. He beat good teams. I mean, he remember, he beat the 10-0 Colts. Mm-hmm. He beat the 14-0 Saints the year they went to the Super Bowl in New Orleans. I mean, at the end of the season, he stepped up for those games. Dak still has not done that. He hasn't carried the team on his own, I should say. That's what, like, Romo would do that. Like, he's the reason we beat the Saints, if you watch that game. He was, he, I mean, his first play, he hits Miles Austin. Who's, by the way, an undrafted free agent? That's another thing about Romo. Look at all the receivers that he Romo he made. made receivers great. That's why Des Bryant couldn't do anything after he left. After Romo left, Des Bryant was twenty eight years old, twenty nine years old, dead in the water. The the things that Romo twenty nine years old. You think twenty nine years old is dead in the water? Well, that's no, what he was dead in the water. He didn't do anything he after do he left. After Romo. Well, I'm trying to tell you that Romo is the reason he was successful. Hey, Keith, what's the other guy? Laureate, whatever. I forgot the receiver. He came from Cleveland. He he gets Laurent Robinson a contract in Jacksonville who who fizzles out as well. I meant, yeah, Miles, Sam Hurd makes a big contract. Patrick Crayon? These these are Patrick Crayon. Sam Hurd, who then was busted for cocaine and distribution. But but my point is, these are Romo's weapons, bro. He never had CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup. A freaking Amari, Amari Cooper. I mean, he didn't have any of these people. He took it. Oh, what was he? he had Terry Glenn at one he time. Had, he, uh, first of all, he had Terrell Glenn Owens. He had T.O. Yeah, I'm that. I'm, yeah, what? Please. What? What? Do you, mean, what? Yeah. you see how many dro- uh, passes that guy dropped? The same. Please. The same year that that T.O. led the league in drops, he led the league in touchdown catches too. Well, that's does it matter? Who would have beat Washington? Does it matter? Year and and had dropped- a higher seat if. Uh, go ahead. If we get to that giant playoff game, he dropped a crucial first down that Michael Irvin would never drop. He That's the same time that Anthony Fasano true. dropped the touchdown, too, and I love Fasano to death. That was no, Patrick I think it's Crazy, a different – I think he's talking about a different one, Sturch, not the crazy No, no, no. He, oh. There was yeah, – we he, bro, look it up. He dropped the third down. We had ended up having to punt. We needed that first down. It was I think it was two drives before the last one. Yeah, he okay. dropped it. I mean, look. You're right. Look, he did I'm have not some here to people, talk but, about Terrell Owens. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm just I saying, like, you guys are. What we're doing is comparing Romo to Dak. But I, the thing with Dak, man, is, is, and, and, and you know, I want to believe in him. And I felt, I, I, I fell for it the first six weeks. Um, but honestly, there man. There wasn't nothing to fall for, though, Keith. I don't think there was something to fall for. I think there was something to be said about that first six weeks. He was slinging it. He was playing. He good was. Football. I agree, bro. I agree. But then what happened? He got hurt. That's what I'm trying to say. I thought he was an NFL stop, MVP. Dude, come on, stop. Joe Montana played with a broken back. Come on, man. He got hurt. Hey, I'm not Sturge. comparing Dak hold Prescott on. to Joe Montana. Hold on. Hold on. Sturge. Sturge. Well, well you're making that's, excuses that's for point. Dak. That's all you're doing is you're making excuses for Dak. Dak played awful. Awful. You know, And you can't look at statistics. Wait, this is great. Whenever you bring like in tax for bringing up Sturge, I'm like, did you see what Des Bryant said? Oh, Des Bryant only played. He barely played with him. He played two seasons, by the way. He barely played with him. He, I brought up Troy Aikman's comments. Oh, he's just mad because he's not a GM. It's like, yeah, what? I don't understand why you can't see this, bro. Sturge. You can be like, bro, you can be like uh, Belichick. Did you see what Belichick said? Oh, but Belichick, well, he's a cheater. Hey, did you see what God said? Oh, forget <laughs> God, man. He's a, you know, no, how many people oh, actually believe on, in him? What God made Keith Small. Dude, seriously, you got, I mean, bro, you've never seen so many people come out and notice and you're not noticing it, which I'm a little shocked with buddy. Cause you watch the game as well as we do every single play. And I love your loyalty. I love it. But do you honestly think honestly that Dak Prescott can throw this team on his back 
and win three or four games without any help. I don't think we're in an age now that he's ever going to have to do that, is what I'm saying. Like, he is not going to have to throw the quarterbacks this do it all back. the time now, bro. They do what? it all the time. Josh Allen. Josh Allen has has Stefan Diggs. He's got, you know, well, like that's not my point, but he he took over that game. I'm saying what so I mean Dak has dude, the same weapons. Wait, he's not doing that. Really quick, buddy. Every mm. everybody's gonna have talented receivers. It's the fucking NFL, man. Everybody's gonna have talent. What we're talking about is taking control of the game and winning the game, answering drives, not overthrowing, underthrowing, missing wide receivers. When we just need a touchdown, okay. Okay. running a goddamn quarterback sneak. How about this? At I would love, seconds left. I would love to go through every single game, and maybe I'll do it for the next show. I want to see how many da- games Dak Prescott won without the defense's help. When I say that, without defensive touchdowns, without uh, the defensive turnovers, those kind of things. I want to see because that's that's when you step up. Happens all the time. Yeah. You know, when you, you got to if you're going to be a quarterback, the, the closest game he came to that, believe it or not, was was the Tampa game and the Charger game. I would say there you go. But he didn't win the Tampa game, but he won the Charger game. But I meant that that okay, sure. But then it's like he the, won in New England. The season, the latter part of the season, bro. This is very reminiscent to when we lost to Philly in the regular season. Absolutely. It, it, at, when we just needed that game against Philly in Philly, it was very reminiscent. The offense kind of looked the same, and we have a whole new offensive coordinator. We've already changed everything, and now we're talking about changing it again. And that's what I don't like. I just think that the the slander, <laughs> the slander on Dak Prescott is because, you know, yeah, the, the, the talent is around him, and I think that the defense played very well this year, in which probably carried us to a couple of the wins, right? If not majority of them, right? I'm yeah. I'm okay with that. But mm-hmm. here's the thing, like you guys are comparing guys like, you you know, all throughout the week, you know, we talked on text about comparing Dak and Tony. Right. And I'm like, well, you know, and and I guess I kind of side with, with Tad Prescott, his brother, who, who, um, whatchamacallit, who went after the record and went back and forth with Des. Right. And he literally said like, look, you know, and all with all, I know he didn't say it like this, but I'm saying it with all due respect, Mr. Bryant and Mr. Romo, you guys didn't do anything either. You know, okay, but are, see, that's, are we going? Are we back? Here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? And I said this in a text to you guys. Regardless of what you guys feel about this kid right now, right? He's not the one. That's fine. But here's the thing: who it, who is right now? Okay. See, but what you're doing, Sturch, what you're doing is saying, "Hey, let's eat healthy tonight." You want Burger King or McDonald's? And 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 you're just simplifying it as saying, "Okay, then who else have we got?" That doesn't mean we can't keep criticizing what is wrong with this guy. And I, and to I, and for him and for him to hold out and demand that money and I don't give a shit if 10 years down the road he's the fifth. He is not an elite quarterback in the NFL. He is not. He's maybe a good better than average quarterback. And and that left a bad taste in my mouth because we're going to have to restructure this shit or get rid of him because the players that are around him right now, we better hope we could keep well, they got 20 free agents heading into free agency right now. So it's up to us on who they're going to take. And they're in cap hell right now. Not cap hell, but just not in a good situation where they're going to have to. Dak needs a restructure. I don't I don't foresee that happening. I, I'm, okay. I know. I'm not saying the reality of it. I'm saying is what he needs to do. Okay. Or let's get Russell Wilson, get rid of him, and get at least two years of somebody. I mean, it's still a little better. Than, than this. This is not our future. This has been six years. Last year was even worse. And then he broke his ankle, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, but he was one and two and losing the game. One and three. So, one and three when we were losing the game. You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it. They got it. Go see Craig and Janine right now.
so hey, Sturge, Sturge. Mm, mm. So back, and I, I just want to just clear this up right now. Who do you think is a better quarterback for the was a better quarterback or is a better quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys? I don't know how I should say it. Tony Romo or Dak Prescott? Or you think they're the same? I think you have to measure, you have to measure a quarterback's like, you know, you have to measure results. I'm sorry. Like it's one thing okay. for Dak to, I mean, uh, Tony Romo to go head to head with Peyton Manning against the Broncos. I remember the game. We lost the game, right? You never had a defense though, Sturch. Never. But now we do. So like, why don't you give it another year? Oh, well, no, no, no. Hold on, buddy. Tony Romo. Well, I don't, let's stop with the debate. Let's just say they're both the same. Then that means Dak has not going to win us a Super Bowl. Let's just concede to it. Okay, they're they're both the same quarterback. So we're gonna have the the, the same result then. Because to be honest with you, uh Jerry Jones, you know, we, we there we had factors that he put in place. He, he barely had a uh uh a defense ever, man. I think even the year we lost to the Giants, we might have had the number one defense statistically. No, we didn't. This defense no. right now is not the number one defense, but they they are in takeaways and in scoring, and they the they made plays. The number one defense was Quincy Carter's year. He, he we won the division. That's the to last me, year. To me, when you have the ability to do what the Cowboys did, meaning, let's just take eleven interceptions from Trayvon Diggs or whatever he wound up with, right? And then that wasn't the only interceptions. Obviously, everybody up, you know, there's other people that had interceptions. There's a lot of takeaways, right? If you're not able to capitalize on all those takeaways, you're not going to be successful. And I'm sorry, but that starts at the top. And I'm talking about Mike McCarthy. I'm not. Let's go. I'm not, Let's get another coach out of there. Let's do it. Let's well, start I, over. I, hey, yeah. I, you I, know I, what? I, How about this search? How about this? And then, 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 then we can move on. Okay. Mm-hmm. When have you ever seen a, a team? Dak had a defense that was on fire, that was taking balls away, making plays. Okay. We had running backs that can make plays. We have receivers that can make plays. He's the only one that didn't make plays. He's the reason why we lost this game. Yeah, he is. That, there's no other way around it. Our defense was on the field constantly. Yeah. And, and on top of that, if you're going to tell me the one weakness out of that game, okay, it's Dak Prescott. A hundred percent. Because you look at it too, like we were, we, I mean, bro, like once again, we scored, I know I mentioned this earlier. Um, we scored seven points in three quarters, but also our defense was shutting them down the second half until Dak threw that horrible, horrible interception. Okay. He threw an interception in our red zone. Let me finish, please. Uh, It was in the fourth quarter when it was 16 to seven. Our defense kept stopping him, stopping him, stopping him. And then, he throws that interception. Next play, the defense is tired. Obviously, they keep being on the field, and Debo Samuel breaks it up the middle. It's like, you can't do that. He lost the game for us. Period. That's it. So we can move on because now I don't want to keep repeating ourselves. Like oh, all right. So here, here, here's my question then. Here's my question, right? So, yes. Mm-hmm. I, and at no point last week during your – you probably you both probably don't remember this because, you know, you were indulging, right? So you might not know here or listen or remember that I, I actually to said to this. I, I said you can put this game on Dak. Dak played piss poor, right? Yeah, you can. Did. So this game's over. The season's over. And mm-hmm. Dak Prescott cost us the final game, right? Yes. So that, and that, right. to me, is very reminiscent of a couple things that Tony Romo has done. Like he would be a genius. Like what? Give me an example. Fumble the snap against Seattle. No, no, no. What? Give it. Fumbling the snap against Seattle. That's crazy. That's a crazy mishap. That but never. What? What? What game? What game? So what game? Or so what game? Am I going to talk about the fact that he came up short in the playoffs? No, 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 no. it's not coming up short. It's not performing. Dak didn't perform. Did did Tony Romo perform against the Minnesota Vikings when we got shot? He won a playoff game right before that. He beat the hell out of the Eagles. That was a second round exit, though. At least he did something in those playoffs. Fine. But he did something in those playoffs. He also got sacked eight times. (laughs) He he wasn't home. He was away. Dak Prescott beat the Seattle Seahawks. He beat Russell Wilson. And then we lost to the Rams. Yeah. Okay. And it's the same fucking thing. No, but it's not. It's not the same thing. It's totally different. Wait a minute. Wait. wait, wait. It's just it's literally the same thing, Keith. No, Tony Dude, how, many time, how many times has Dak Prescott lost at home in the playoffs? Twice. Once in his how many times in the- uh, t- Tony Romo lost at home? How many home games did they have? Three. Once. 
You're missing a point. And that was against the Giants. And he showed up that game. You, you're, you're, what I'm trying to say is, is that you're, 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 he was at home. This isn't, this isn't a way. He was at home, dude. And okay. He, and once again, I'm not making. I'm not telling you that he didn't well, blow the game. You can't compare the two with him and Romo. I mean, you can. You're doing it, but I meant. It's you totally can only compare. Here's what you could compare, Sturge. You can only compare the results. That's all you can compare, right? There, right. there, there's a process to get to those results. Yeah. When you're looking at the journey Romo took to get these results, you're looking at years of no defenses, horrible running games. Okay, the one year he had Demarco Murray was the year that we went and lost to the Giants. But you forget he had us up by ten points. Before the half. First of all, that was the year we lost. We lost. Yeah, no, we lost to the Packers, not the Giants. But what I will say, what I will say, on a bullshit call. Fine. He made that pass. Wait, hold on. Even against Seattle, the play before that, nobody talks about that. Got when he got us that touchdown to 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 get us to the point to where he could fumble the snap. And the play before that, when he drove down, we got he got went into the one and then. Well, we no, yeah, it was a fourth and one. I don't. I still don't know why we didn't go for that. By the way, I'm still the only reason why we almost had the first down too. To be honest with you, he could have ran for it. <laughs> but uh, no, what I'm saying, and now I lost my train of thought because fuck. <laughs> like I, I lost three my Italians talking or yelling. You know what? Here it is. Starts. What, what? All right. So how many? How many playoff wins? So Dak is what one and three in the playoffs, right? Yes. yes. I mean, what's Romo? I believe he's two and four. Two and four. Okay, so that that's pretty much what you're saying is that. Also, I want I want to just give you guys a timeline, right, real quick, of how long it took Romo to look as good as he did, right? 2007 was a little bit of an anomaly because we were right on the cusp of things in 2006. All of a sudden, we had 11 pro bowlers. We had a great season, right? After that, it took him till 2014 to make it look like we were about to do something special. That's seven years later. Well, you're not going to talk about 2009? What the frick did we do in 2009? The Minnesota game. That yeah, was well, a great there team. You go. We lost another playoff yeah, game. Yeah, but I'm just it doesn't matter though. I'm, what I'm trying to say is is that we beat the undefeated Saints 14 and 0. We beat the Super Bowl champs at the end of the season. People yes, took us serious. We beat the hell out of the Eagles twice in a row. Yes, we lost to Minnesota and Brett Favre. Who should have beat the Saints that year by the way? But that's the, the, he still gave us promise. And okay, our defense okay, was okay. horrible that game by the way. Now, against now, the Vikings. You're you're discrediting horrible. you're discrediting Dak's rookie year of what he did there. I'm not he went into, it. He, he went what into Green Bay. Right. Look, went Sturge, into so basically, hold on. Season, bro. That was look, his best look, season look, so far is that year. That's we're going to have to move on. And that's the kind of offense. If we're going to keep him, that's what we need to go back to. Let's quit trying to make him Brady. Let's quit trying to make him pass. We go back to a power offense like we had passing here and there. Yes, maybe we could do something. But we can't do it with putting making Dak the person that's going to win it because in the end he's not going to do it okay now i pose this question to you sturch okay and i brought this up in a text and people i would want to know your answer on this russell wilson wants out of seattle okay no, he said he wants to explore options he never said okay, he wants out he has two years he has two years left on his contract okay would you trade dak prescott and that contract to seattle for russell wilson's contract which by the way is only 25 million a year Opposed to Dax 40 and swap players and, and contracts. Would you do that? Yes or no, Brett? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, we need him out because I, I don't think he's our future. Just don't want to take over. What about you, Starch? And I think Russell Wilson could do something with what we got. Absolutely, he could. But what do you think? I, uh, you you I, say I it will never happen, right? I, that's that's why I can't even give you like a hypothetical answer because it's just not going to happen. You don't right? think it like, happen. You can't would, even. Would you, all right. Would you be upset if it did? Pound for pound, right now. Pound for pound. If you were to start mm-hmm. a franchise, right, right now, and mm-hmm. have Dak be twenty nine years old and Russell Wilson be like thirty three or whatever the hell he mm-hmm. is, right, I would almost sacrifice those four years and probably start it with Russell Wilson. I think the intangibles yeah. are there as a better quarterback. I just okay. can't get behind the idea because I just don't think it's even remotely okay. possible. That's a very good answer. Perfect. All right. Let's so. let's let's move on. All right. So we're gonna move on to something else because this is actually. Very prominent in the news and Cowboys media today, and I want to get your guys' take on this. So, obviously, you know, we're sitting here. The season's over. McCarthy does his exit interview, says we're nervous. He's criticized by a lot of people, and then rumors were having and swirling that he was going to be fired this past Monday, right? So, as you guys are listening to this, it's on Wednesday. So, there was rumors around that there were sources close to the team that I talked to that said, 
there's a good chance that Mike McCarthy doesn't make it past Monday, right? Then all of a sudden, it's Tuesday as we record this, and a man named Sean Payton decides to step down as the Saints head coach, and he's now out of New Orleans, right? Would you right now, the Cowboys hold the 24th overall pick. Now, the only way to obtain Sean Payton's services is to compensate New Orleans because he's under contract for the next two years. So much like when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wanted, much like when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wanted John Gruden, they gave the Oakland Raiders at the time two first-round picks, two second-round picks to get John Gruden, and then they won the Super Bowl the following year. Would you give up the 24th overall selection this year to get Sean Payton in the house right now to be your next head coach and McCarthy's gone? Um, can I want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. No, you would not. So you're, you're no, sticking because with that's not the, I still believe the coaching is not the problem. That's why coaching's not. We'll be wasting a 24th. We should, we can get a good O lineman or a good linebacker there. And, 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 and as you said, Sturchy, about the, 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 the trade of Russell Wilson, that, that would never happen to here. There's no way Sean Payton will come to this organization. All right. I'll, I'll get, I'll get Brett's. Well, I mean, first of all, he was here already. Yeah, but I know, but he was an offensive coordinator moving up. He was on I mean, the part hold on, hold on. Why would he come here? Why? What's the purpose? Hold on. Go ahead. Legacy. Go ahead. First off, I would love that. I would love to get Sean Payton. In fact, if the Saints didn't take him away the year before, he probably would have been our coach because then we got Garrett. And I remember thinking, God, if it was only one year later, we could have had uh, – or earlier, we could have had Payton, right? I would, I, I would love to have – I don't know if that's possible – but I would I don't know what McCarthy's doing. Again, his clock management, I, the guy holds on to timeouts like it's Bitcoin. Uh, you know, it, it just I don't know, man. I mean, look, and so, everybody's so talking here. about Kellen Moore, but that was I, I that I did not like our 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 offense that against the the Niners are not that good of a team. I mean compared to us. I mean, they got a good defense, but and then, Whatever. And then they shot us down. But I, I, I want. I want to. I want to add something. I want to add something to this now, right? So in Sean Payton's uh, post game or post exit press conference that he had today, right? He, for whatever reason, was talking about all the past and everything that he's done in his career, and they talked about the on the surprise onside kick in the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. All these accolades. But the one story he brought up was back in two thousand and five. Two thousand and five, the Green Bay Packers had a coaching vacancy. And they chose Mike McCarthy over Sean Payton. And Sean Payton brought that up today and said he was gutted and he's been gutted his entire career over that decision. He Ooh. knows that, he knows that it played out well, wow. right? Because he obviously went on to win a Super Bowl with the Saints. Yeah. But there do you feel like there was some why why bring that I, up I, now? I agree, yeah, Sturchy. He did that to remind people what why when he comes, it takes McCarthy's job. <laughs> exactly. I still here, look at Sturge. He's so happy. I, I'm so not happy. I'm just saying. Here's my thing. All right, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking logically here. Okay. Troy Aikman came out and said that he's just, he's just bitter because he's not a GM, dude. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. He's, he said, yeah, Mike Mike McCarthy. It's not you know everyone's talking about Dak, including us, and Mike McCarthy like Sturge, but the building itself, he has inside. It's it's dysfunctional, guys. Now Sean Payton has already cemented his place in the Hall of Fame as a great coach. He is. He's going in. He's definitely going in. You think so? Absolutely. If you're going to put a lot McCarthy of these other coaches in, he's going in. But if if, if McCarthy – does that mean McCarthy's a Hall of Fame head coach? No, absolutely not. They have the same amount of Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah but see, but it's not, not all about it's, Super Bowls. It's, it's, but they both, but listen, same thing. Listen, right. listen. Same thing. Cool. They both – they both – their entire cool. head coaching – their entire head coaching career, they had a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, but how long? How long was McCarthy? I mean, you look at the difference between them. Look at the teams. Look where the the Saints had never been to a Super Bowl, bro. The Packers had. You forget too. Drew Brees was originally when he took over a garbage organization and turned them into something. You can't do that's like Drew Brees was with the chart. This this made me think of you, Starch today. Nick Foles and Aaron Rodgers have the same amount of Super Bowl victories, Super Bowl MVPs, and NFC championships. So, therefore, by that logic, Nick Foles and Aaron Rodgers are the same. Okay, fine. And Trent All Dilfer right. has has more Super Bowl wins than Dan Marino. Yes. Yeah. So, so therefore, by, by that logic, and Jim so Kelly. Anyways, but no, yeah, see, if I'm, if I'm Sean Payton, and that's another thing, bro, a lot, and Bill Parcells talked about this, okay? Coaching is so hard. He did it for years. He did. He did the impossible. He took the Saints to the Super Bowl and won. 
He made them relevant for years. Just go in the booth. He's going to go in the well, booth that's what, and box, that's what he, enjoy that, the rest he, of your life and all that. He alluded He alluded to wanting to take some time off, you know, so so now I, I, I raise you this question, right? Okay, since look, there's a link between Sean Payton and the Cowboys. There is. Believe it or not, there will always be one, and I think there still is one to this day. The guy lives in Texas, right? So there's always going to be a, a link between the Cowboys and Sean Payton. Now I ask you this. If they're not going to make this move this year and all of a sudden you got Sean Payton in the booth, right? Is Mike McCarthy like a lame duck coach knowing that next year it's going to be, all right, if you don't do this this year, guess what? Guess who's waiting to be pulled out of the booth next year? I, I, honestly, and and if you, I, I wish we could go back to Jersey Boys when he was hired and you hear what I said. I never liked him from the beginning and I didn't. I never liked the guy as far as a coach goes. I don't know him personally. So, <laughs> And, and, you know, to have Sean Payton, yes. But you know what? If I was Sean Payton, I would. Another reason why, why do you want to come to the circus that's the Dallas Cowboys? I well, mean, why? you're so much involved. That's if fine. If I was going to coach again, if I was going to coach again, you know where I'd go? Jacksonville. <laughs> no, seriously. Seeing up what Urban Meyer did. <laughs> yeah. You got, you, you, you don't have the media circus. You don't have everyone, you know, uh, commenting. You don't have that fan base. You don't have everyone right. hating. That's you don't fine. have that. You got a young quarterback. After his first year, you got a you know you got a promising young team. That's that, where I would go. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I say something now? I say no. I wanted to say one thing too, to add yeah. to Keith's point. Um, you know, the most famous person in our organization is our owner, and that's yeah. what happened to the Raiders. Is that you had a guy that and Al Davis that really made the league and was unprecedented, and then came. A voice, and then he took it over, and now he became the face of the Raiders. Jerry Jones is the face of the Dallas Cowboys, the owner. I can't even name you. Uh, I can maybe name five, six owners in the NFL, right? Maybe name an owner that is I mean, up front. I can, of, I can name a lot of owners, but there's not anybody that's more powerful and polarized than Jerry Jones. I, I'm saying who? Okay. No, 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 you, no. You got the that. Rooney. The average NFL watcher starts pretty. You're, you got a sport. You got a sports network, so it's different. If you go to anyone that just isn't, you know, watches the NFL, they know who Jerry Jones is. They don't know who Mike see, Loomis is. I remember. I remember one time. I think it was a Monday night promo, see? and and it stuck to me where they showed like they like you know, they would all the players like they were pointing for each like, and it was all football players. It was like um, you know, it'd be like uh, Aaron Rodgers. Then it would be like, you know, whatever. I forgot who, who who the players were. And and it was Jerry Jones for us. You remember that? <laughs> no, I don't. When he was that, like, sorry. he pointed, it was like a promo. Yeah. It was all yeah. NFL guys, and Jerry Jones represented us. So, so I, I, again, Sean Payton's been in the organization. I, I, I've never heard anybody speak bad about Jerry Jones, even after football. I never heard Bill Parcell say anything bad. I've never heard any of the coaches. That's where I was going to go with this, Keith. And then you said that, like, all right, Sean Payton doesn't want to go to the circus, right? He doesn't want to go yeah. to the thing that's all polarized. Then, dude, if anything, then why the friggin' in, in the blue hell did Bill Parcells take the job? It was it honestly, bro. But here, we're now. How long ago was that? Two thousand and six. Okay, that was five. No, it was two. Yeah, I think it was two thousand and three. Three, whatever. One of those. Well, well no, that matters. We had just won a ago, Super Bowl within ten years, bro. So, you know, it, it, I said within that time period, I think it was seven or eight years since we last won a Super Bowl. But, but, I mean, Nobody it's, knew. It's, it's, just, dude, it's a different Nobody show knew now. that it was going to progress to this madness. Yeah, it's it's freaking crazy. It's embarrassing. It's almost like, you know, I, you know who I want? The one coach I'd want if I'd want Mike Tomlin. And the reason I say that is we need somebody with a freaking attitude to come in. We need someone to slap them in the face and tell them what's up. Because we do not have that leader. It might be Parsons next year, hopefully. I know he was a rookie and he did what he could this year. But I met, you know, we need somebody in that locker room to point out that nervousness that McCarthy was talking about. You know what I'm saying? I'm with you. It's like, but how don't you, how as a head coach, you don't come in and say, what the hell's wrong with you guys? Wake the fuck up. You know, Michael Irvin wouldn't have let that happen, bro. We don't have that. That's what we're Listen, missing, man. We need that player. We, we've been talking you know about that for two years now. Yeah. Uh, uh, again, I, I just don't think uh, this this to watch that game. Like, I'll give you another example. You watch the Kansas City game and Buffalo game. You saw how both those teams performed. 
You saw how well coached they were. It just came down to who won that coin toss. They can walk off the field, Buffalo going, we're going to be back. Okay? That's a bitter pill to sm- swallow the way that fucking team played. Josh Allen played his ass off. Okay? We don't we don't walk off the field thinking we we didn't nobody left it on the field. Parsons did our defense. I, I give our defense props, and but our O line didn't even Absolutely. even function well. But I'm I'm saying, how do you walk off that field? Even, even watching all these elite quarterbacks that loot from Brady to that shootout. I mean, that's what elite. That's how elite quarterbacks play. But you know what? You know what? You, I know, find too? you know what I find strange too is. Hmm. Dan Quinn already wanting to leave. Like you've been through this season, you you took this defense under your wing, and now you're like, yeah, okay, if not- I get ahead, look at Rod Marinelli. Look at those guys. I mean, what I'm trying to say is, I think he sees dysfunction and he wants out because yeah. if they truly had a pact, everything that they did this season, he could. You don't think he'd have another chance at a head coaching job next? Well, season? I agree, bro. Let me add to that too. You know, even during the Jimmy Johnson years, and we were losing, there was that look that we're get we're going to get it right. Yeah. We have this potential. We got to get it right. Same thing with with uh Buffalo. That that when his coach you you look at him going I mean they took that defeat but it's almost like we're keeping the band yeah. together cuz we know we're going to win. Quinn Guys are already looking for other jobs. Why would he want to finish? Well, no, 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 no. First of all, when you're a coordinator in the NFL, isn't the, isn't it the goal is to go get another head coaching job? Yeah, but you already had one. And, and you got know, fired, so then you want to get back to that to, to that spot, no? What's that? You got no, 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 no. He was the coach of the Falcons, got fired, right? Yeah. He got picked up by us to be the yeah. coordinator. Don't you think his goal is to get back to being a head coach? Maybe not. No, that's my point. Yes, yeah, someday. But can I ask you a question, something. You why, do you, why do you do that? Like, why do you assume that you, you, you're, you're always taking that side? I don't know why. Take Why can't side. you see what's in front of you, Starch? What are you talking about taking one side? Talking well, one well, side. I mean, isn't that the goal? No, it's not. It's the oh, goal to win a okay. Super Bowl. You're right. Well, okay. No, I'm no. Right. I would say also, I would say also, Starch, yeah, it's at, at some time. But I'm just saying, he put so much into this defense. I'm just going to say bye. Maybe. Let's do this one more time. I'll get a D coordinator a job. It's almost like, you know, when uh, Jason Garrett was turning down the Ravens or Kellen Moore might, you know, if he, when he was – I mean, you know, they built something and they want to see it flourish. He doesn't want to wait around to see that flourish. It doesn't Brett, seem like. Brett, I'm, I'm going to, I want to compare this to your career. You're you, the, the, the world of comedy, right? Let's just, let's yeah. just try to, I want to, I ask you a hypothetical real quick. So let's just Got say it. you're at the pen. What is the most um, uh, noteworthy? All right. Let's just, Madison. If you're, if, you're, if you're already asking me this question, I'm going to let you know, this is not going to be a good analogy. Listen to me when I tell you this. It's, it's self-generated. So no matter what I what got, I'm is, like I'm saying it right now. What I'm saying is you didn't even let me finish. You just figured I was going to say Because I know it's not going to be a good – it's not going to be – You're at the garden. You're at the garden, right? You you sell out right. the garden, which, again, I think you could do, right? You sell out the garden. Right. It's the greatest show you've ever done, right? And then the garden comes at you and says, you know what? Look, we're going to get somebody else uh, to be the headliner here for the next year. But, you know, we'll, maybe we'll maybe one day you'll get another chance. But then you go and you make a club in Vegas that wasn't really that I big told you the celebrity. Yeah. What are you but talking that's about? That's not how it works. works it's not how comedy works, it's the same I'll, I'll give you the analogy. No, it's not. Because it's yeah. not. I'll give you the proper analogy and I'll tell you my actual response. So I put a lot of money of my own money into a special. Okay. And then I was going to self-release this special and I got an offer for this special. But I knew if I took that offer, okay, I don't know what I wouldn't have the digital rights to this thing. And so I gambled on myself, but I had put everything into this special. I didn't sell it. I took a risk. Now, if I would have sold it after I put everything into it, that would be the analogy because that's not how that works. I can, I, I don't, I can have it all in my business. And, and, and I was going to tell you that it, that, the, the fact that Dan Quinn wants out, he put together an amazing defense, man. If he gets an offer, okay, yeah, maybe he'll take it. But he's got multiple. He's got multiple. The, the wheels are falling off the cart right now, buddy. They're yeah. all, it's falling off the cart. And, and uh, I, whatever we could speculate, we, the, 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 we're looking at it. It doesn't matter why the spokes are broken or why the guy's going the wrong way. This is the way the organization's going. And this was a season. 
we are actually the same. We're in the same situation we were two years ago after this season. Two years ago, when we when we couldn't even win the NFC East. It's 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 just a shame. I mean, we got so much talent. I don't know, whatever. I'm just bitter. You know, you know, it's funny though. I just want to bring something up that you said, Sturch. Uh, like, I'll give another analogy, entertainment wise. If you look at someone like Craig Kilborn, who is on the, uh, uh, he used to do the Daily Show. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. he went to, um, he went and took the big jump to to late night, right? right? And right. John Stewart filled in for him. Correct. And John Stewart came out and said, because he tried the same thing. He's like, you know what? I'm much more comfortable doing this. Daily Show. I've already done that. You know, he's like, I, I just built it because they were trying to get John Stewart to do the same thing. He wouldn't do it because he built the Daily. He was one of the people that made the Daily Show as famous as it was. It was his. He was going with it. He wouldn't jump again to be a late night show, which is the dream. You get what okay. I'm saying? Okay. So I'm okay. trying to compare that to well, Dan Quinn a little bit. Where I I wasn't able to get it off, but I, what I was saying, what I was trying to say is like, if you're at the pinnacle, right, and then you go and build something really good and feel good about where you are, and you you get in the you get this mojo, like, oh man, I I feel like building this thing, right? But then like, isn't isn't it like the goal to get back to the to the pinnacle? Well, or is the it just- reason why I was telling you it's a bad analogy is because nobody is telling me, nobody's stopping me, but me, like. If I, if I, I, I'll, in order to play Madison Square Garden, you just got to rent it out. There's nobody hiring me to do that. Okay. Well, maybe that's a bad analogy. In the, that, that's in, what in I was trying to venues. tell you. Yeah. In the case of venues. It, it's like- not like, I, yeah, I'm saying that's not how that works. That's what I was trying to tell you. It would be more, I think Keith's analogy is the best, but uh, you know, listen, Dan Quinn may just say, Hey, look, I loved working here for the organization, but I want another shot at the head. All we know is that the, the the wheels are falling off, bro. The wheels are falling off, and and it's bad. And and it I don't think it Dak. Sucked. I don't think Dak is our future. I don't think McCarthy's that great of a clock manager. Um, I don't know who the hell was doing the play calling. And and if you had nerves in the locker room, here's another analogy, uh, dude. I put a, the special I haven't released yet. I put all my money into that. I had to shoot that with a hundred and two degree temperature, but when when the time came, I knew I couldn't drop the ball. I knew I had to move forward. So you had a right? you had a double you had a double nickel Jordan with the flu game. Right. Well, I'm saying, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. the same thing with what you just did with your network. People in everyday life, and that's the thing I I I, I hate about especially the rich athletes. They're like, Well, you don't know what it's like. Well, what about the guy that gets up at 6 a.m. and has to go to work? Every everybody in their life gets tested, and everybody either fails or they succeed. They either got it or they don't. You understand? And and it doesn't matter in what profession. It's that it factor. You gotta have it. You have to have the killer instinct that that Rogers has. And, and Josh, yeah. dude, the way that kid played against against the yeah. Chiefs, get, driving every time he answered the call. Same with Mahomes. Th- there's honest. something Here's that my they thing have. With Dak too. My thing with Dak is. I think there's something more we don't know about. And when I say that is, and when I'm comparing the two, the first six weeks to the, to the last, I don't think it was injury at all. I don't think it was his calf, but I think there might be something mentally going on. All right. So I'll, I'll, and and I am assuming, I don't know. I'm assuming, but he gets a look in his eyes when he's on the sideline, he goes cross-eyed. He's like, you know, it's this thing where he's not, he's not motivating the players like he usually does. It's, it's kind of like this blank stare, but he does it a lot, man. You know, I mean, it's just, it, it, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of kind of, I don't, I really don't want to compare the two, but I think as a quarterback, you got to be so mentally strong, man. You have to, because if you don't, Part of it. yeah, I mean, it's huge. I mean, that's why I think it Mayfield. Is a, it, problem, listen, it's, a, it's, a, it's the, that's why there's only 32 of these jobs in the world. Exactly. And if you're not, and if you're not good enough to be number one on your team, then you're done and you're out. So look, right. there might be things wrong with Dak Prescott's game. I, I love the kid, by the way. You know, it's so funny too, is that you could critique somebody and still love the kid and think he's a great kid. And, and, you know, yeah. he, co- he come through some adversity. I, 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 I think it's more, I, I started believing in him this year, but to me, it, it's the same guy that I saw when we, even when we went 13 and three over overthrowing, not making those plays that he has to make. And there's those, those moments, those glimpses of it 
but there is something that I don't know. When you, I don't know, man. I, I wish I was wrong. I really do, bro. I wish I was wrong. You know, him and Des. Bryant I want to be wrong so bad. Huh? Him and Des Bryant are, are close. They don't hate each other. Him and Troy Aikman are right. close. Him and Drew Pearson. It's not. It's not that they're. They're. they're it's nobody hates them. We want to see him do good. I want to. Yeah, be no, wrong. that's what I'm saying. I, I want to be wrong so bad. I, would seen, I don't see it, man. I just don't see it. And you got to show me. Yeah. It's not, you know, this I, game, I hate to be a jerk. He's not my kid. I'm not going to be like, no, no, oh, no. get out listen, there and go. You know what I mean? Listen, I mean after, he's this, an after, after what we saw after the, after the bye, where it was like, you know, a lot of people were saying he was in a slump or whatever the case, whatever the words and terminology you want to use. Dak Prescott's second half of the year was piss poor. And it's, and it translated into the playoffs, unfortunately. And the Cowboys season is over. So like, and, and that's that. The only thing I will say is Dak Prescott will be your quarterback. In 2022, so I, hey, listen, and I and I and, I and and I hope I hope he I hope he steps up, and I hope he is worth all that money we paid him, and he demanded. So you know, look, so I'll be honest with you. If if he didn't pull that move, that self preservation move that everybody seems to be okay with, that this is what I'm could be worth in the future, not what I'm worth now. All right. Then, then I, I would, I would be like, uh, well, you know what? He's worth the money. He's not worth the money. He's not worth us being un, uh, over the cap for. Yeah. If this is the type of thing we have to do, and yeah. and I'll be quite honest with you, there have been quarterbacks that have taken pay cuts to keep the team, including the goat. You know what I mean? So yeah, no, I you, you know. People forget Tom Brady never demanded that kind of money. You know, I hate to bring Romo up again, but he used to restructure all the time. But you never know. So, um, you know, Dak may do that. No matter what, he gets the guarantee, right? Yes. No matter what. So, I mean, he can restructure. They can, you know, put it at the we'll back think. end or whatever. We'll see what the Dallas Cowboys do, but I think this is a good time to call it uh, a night for the first episode back here or uh, debuting here yeah. on the Chop Sports I Podcast. I thought we were going to do that. We should do the top, quickly, the top five most yeah, disappointing. Ready to get into it before you guys swallow I mean, it. We went so 56 minutes. I gotta go. Dak Prescott again. But go ahead. <laughs> I have to go. There you go. Do it quick. Do it quick. We go don't ahead. have to debate it. Ahead, do it right quick. I want to know. All right. Well, I, I got mine. Five to one. Number five is the uh 1985 um uh wild card against the uh Los Angeles Rams when Eric Dickerson ran all over us and me and my brother did our um our our ritual superstitious uh <laughs> we're the reason why they lost by the way because we couldn't get these this patty cake thing we were doing <laughs> i'm your we couldn't get it right and eric dickerson just kept running all over us and we lost 20 to nothing or 21 to nothing in los angeles that's the because that's the first playoff game i experienced as a cowboy fan mm. so that was my first heartbreak okay 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 bro you want to go or no you want to just keep going no keep going I agree with that. So, that that game that well, game was the last time we won the NFC East, and yeah. that was our last exit until we we went to the playoffs again with um with, with uh, the Jimmy Johnson line. Yeah. So the the fourth is actually the Detroit game when Detroit beat us, and the thing that, that was me that was that, ninety that was ninety one right before we yeah that was right okay. before we won the Super Bowl. And the reason for that is is you know it, it, to this day it hurts because Detroit was always a bad team, and we're still the only playoff game that they've won in the last since the 1940s, I think, or something like that, <laughs> or in the Super Bowl era, I should say. Um, that's the only – you know that, bro? That's the only playoff game that they've won? Yeah. Yeah. And that Barry Sanders run is the most ridiculous thing ever because the game was over. They weren't even – they weren't even – they weren't even playing anymore. They were almost like – it was almost victory formation when he ran that. And they keep showing it like it's the greatest run ever, and it wasn't. <laughs> number three. Number three for me, believe it or not, and Sturch, we bring this game up all the time, is when we lost to Arizona. Okay, and the reason I say that, this was 97, 98, 99. Jake, I think it was Jake 99. Plummer. Yeah, the okay. Jake Plummer year. The reason I say that is that was the Jake Plummer's crack. So we had the big three and Dion. Everybody showed up for that game. And I thought, and we already beat him twice that season. Yeah, weren't, we, weren't we like beating the brakes off him in the beginning? Never. I they th owned us the whole game. That oh, was another, right. that was the second game that year. But regardless, they beat us. And that's when I knew right then that it was over. Like I knew that we, that was our last get. You know what I mean? We oh, went to we guys, went to the playoffs yeah. again with Aikman against the Vikings, but Michael Irvin wasn't part of that. Mm -hmm. If you remember that, but that one. And by the way, just to add to that, Keith, because so far the list is great. Mm -hmm. Um, that's also when we 
we experienced that. I at least experienced that when Dallas started declining with our stars, right? So when Drew Pearson got hurt, he wasn't playing anymore. Tony Dorsett was running the same. You start to see your, your, your franchise go downhill. And I agree with Keith. That game, that's when we knew that it, all the fun was over and nothing's going to be yeah. the same again. It would never be the same. So number four for me, or actually not number four, sorry, number two, because I'm going down. Number two is 2007, the Patrick Creighton drop. Um, to this day, I, I can't tell you, at least once a week, I think about that. <laughs> I really do. I got problems. I got serious problems. I think of that thump on th- on third and 13 or third and 16, third and long, just boom, that would have ended the game. No Giants he was in gone. the Super Bowl. He was and gone. We own Green Bay. They were going to come. Brett Favre never won in Texas Stadium, people. He was coming there the next week, and we already beat him there on a Saturday night. The other thing that – the other number, thing is number two. The other thing about that game that people forget, we were up by 10 with like 40 seconds left, and our defense allowed the Giants to drive all the way down the field and score. Before he so then they, they were getting the ball back again. Go ahead, bro. Let yeah. me, hold on, wait, go ahead. What we say? No, 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 you didn't say that. What were you saying? saying the, it was before the first half ended. You didn't say that. Right. When they got right the ball, before yeah. the first half ended, there was uh, 40, they drive and scored, and they were getting the ball back. So then mm-hmm. they get the ball back in the second half. They drove down again and scored. Romo didn't even see the field. He had us up by 10, and now we're down by four. Yeah. Right. We couldn't Sorry, even the get the field goal to win the game. The number and that's one, the other thing. Anthony Fasano dropped the touchdown. Jersey guy. Terrell Owens dropped the key first down. Not a jersey guy. <laughs> and oh, dude, it was awful. And nope. and you know, and of course they blame that Romo went with uh, whatever her name was. Jessica Simpson is the yeah. reason why we oh, know. As fast as they say, when when he threw the uh, interception at the end, it was kind so of R.W. McCorders in the back of the end zone. But yeah, anyways, but you, the receiver didn't make the right turn. So whatever, whatever. So number one, we can all. I meant maybe not Brett, but because he's he he was with Dwayne Clark. Number one for me, and I think Sturch, you would agree, is the catch, correct? Des Bryant, the worst playoff the loss you've ever experienced as a Cowboy. Exactly. You know that's what? mine. It, it, it's like one one a with me. Like I, I, the catch, obviously, yeah, but like the the Romo drop snap is like we the game was you, over. You know, they were a wild card team though. I mean, the yeah, but the game was like, and now. then like the next week we would have to like play Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Like we would have beat yeah. the shit out of them. Yeah, but you, you know, know what like, the problem was too. Said, Drew Brees was, I mean, Drew Bledsoe was being a little bitch. He didn't want to, he, he felt embarrassed to hold the snap. Romo yeah, should yeah. never even have been out there. Well, he was the holder for the whole but dude. Honestly, it doesn't matter. He just drove, he just drove. I mean, it's like, dude, that, but that game there was not only that it was, it was Romo's like eighth game starting, by the way, that was the season he came in. Um, but yeah, we dropped, we, we came on strong. That's the year we beat the 10 and 0 Colts. But then remember we lost to Detroit the last game of the year. Mm. Like we went into the playoffs down. That's why when we went to Seattle, I was like, and Seattle was just in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Matt, you know, this is Sean Alexander. Sean Alexander, Matt. Um, I, I like the list. Uh, I, the only one that I would add, uh, I, I would switch up. I, I mean, I got to say that that the fumbled snap is definitely, definitely in the top five, bro. I mean, I, I mean, we it was, weren't going over that year. I know it, it. it still doesn't matter though. You, that you we, talk about, we had that game. About- you talk about disappointing losses, though. I mean, like, honestly, you got to put the – to me, you got to put the 2021 game. Like, it, when you're 12-5 and five and you're the home team and you've got the, the home field advantage and, you you know, you, you got the – Not top five, though, Sturge. Not top five. Not I'm just, it's got to be here too many it's gotta times. Be talked about. It's got to be talked about at least. But Well, I mean, well, we, have, we, we haven't really had – that. this wasn't really a close game, to be honest with you. I mean, we had yeah. a chance to win it at the end. But we were they getting dominated. We weren't even playing yeah. well. Um, yeah. The uh, I, the one that I would say, I, number one to me is the Green Bay catch. That was a catch. Now, we weren't stopping Aaron Rodgers the whole game. But, you know, we had a good chance to jump ahead and, and win that game. And that was a beautifully thrown ball by Romo. And that was a beautiful catch by Des Bryant. Um, but I would put that at number one. Number two for me would be because I saw the catch. But I call it the fumble. I don't call it the catch. That game was not over. The, Dwight Clark made that catch. But as I always say, Danny White was driving. He hit Drew Pearson. Drew Pearson could have scored. He got tagged from behind. We had plenty of time to get in Septian's range. And and Danny White got sacked and fumbled. And that's what ended the game. And it was a horse that would collar be my on number Drew Pearson, too. 
Yeah, horse collar. Uh, yeah, it was the horse. Well, they didn't have it then. So that would be my number two. Number guys, three would be the drop snap with Romo, bro. That was devastating. Any any chance yeah. to put the 2016 loss to Green Bay at home in this conversation, considering it was, nah. it was Dak and Rodgers? I knew we were. Honestly, bro, I just had that feeling, man. Okay. I All had right. another feeling. That's what I mean. I mean, I knew it would run out. A, a certain time it was going to run out that match. When he threw that fourth and 38 or whatever it was. I know. And it was on a rope. Yeah, dude, that's what it was like. Fourth and thirty-eight. I, I, I do hate him, bro. Jared Cook, what a piece of garbage. Uh, but anyway, so anyway, this has been the first ever uh, Jersey Boys podcast on the Chop Sports Network. We want to thank you guys for listening. Be sure to subscribe, leave us a couple of reviews here and there. Poor little search on, on our social medias, and and of course, little search got network. got Ernst it out today. The the Ernst doubled them up today. Usually, it's Ernst on Ernst crime. It really is. Yeah. I feel I feel assaulted. I feel like I got to go take a shower. You should get your brother. You got to get your brother on, man. Oh, that'd be great. My brother on. Yeah, here's the thing. He he's got more of a temper than I do. Oh, That's like, great. Fantastic. Sure. I mean, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll is try he to good at football? Huh? Is he good at football or no? Is he good at football? Mm-hmm. The kid is recovering now from a torn ACL that he tore on Thanksgiving Day football. Okay, like, when he's when he's ready, we're gonna have the Sturches versus the Ernst. And just so you know, we're eight and a half points. If his favorites. wife ever sees him play any kind of wreck anything ever again, like it'll just be it'll be the end of everything. Like there's no way he's gonna be allowed to play. But make excuses. Go ahead, make excuses. All right, but let's. We gotta get the yeah, right. the other Sturch brother on here. Why would we have? I never even thought of that. Why is the other Sturch brother coming on? He's a Cowboy fan. He knows football. Yeah, he is. You're right. All right, let's go. I'll I'll, I'll get him on. I'll, I'll get him on next time. Why not? Well, and your, your know, breaking breaks, news and then close it. Breaking news: Brett's mom is doing the halftime show. <laughs> she's just she's beatboxing. Sacking. No, she's oh, just she, yeah. up there. she just did the worm from the. Uh, she did the worm from the goal line to goal line, and everybody was cheering. <laughs> All right, I got to go, boys. All right, fellas. All right, let's Listen, it's been a great episode, a great first episode of the Jersey Boys podcast. Be sure to tune in to us each and every week. We are here on Chop Sports, and we'll see you guys next time. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Roger, he's going long. Down the near sideline for Drew Pearson. Pearson makes the catch at the five. Touchdown. What you believe in? Starbuck hit Pearson. 